What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Mainly Sports Talk. I'm here with Eric, the usual, the co-host. I know you're sick and tired of him by now. Don't worry, we got a guest star for you. <laughs> Eric, how you doing? Not bad, not bad. And then we're here with our special guest of the week, our first guest on MST. And his name starts with a Q, ends with an N. It's Quentin, baby. My teammate, <laughs> senior, captain. Um, and and he's he's done now, unfortunately, but he's here. We're not talking about um, we're not talking about Q's story. We're talking about Q's journey. You'll know what that means if you know him. Uh, but Q, quickly, how you doing? Hey, great man. How are you? <sighs> you know, could be better. Could be playing baseball right now. Yeah, gotta get through right. it. Yep, unfortunately. So. For those of you who don't know Q, like I said before, he is a my captain, Captain Phillips. Um, <laughs> he, the, all right, yeah, he's the uh, captain of my baseball team, or was the captain of my baseball team this previous season that we didn't end up playing. Um, had quite the the journey through baseball. I'm gonna keep saying journey, and he's probably gonna laugh every time I say it. <laughs> Said quite the journey through baseball, but you know we'll talk about that a little bit. But first, Q, you are basically baseball's biggest fan, if I'm not cor- if I'm correct. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't really like. I mean, I like I like doing other stuff, but there's just something about baseball that just gets to me. You know what I mean? He loves it. He cries about it. <laughs> How can you not? You show a little <laughs> bit of emotion, man. Dude, I, I've cried before too. <laughs> One time, Q actually saw me cry. Um, Q made me cry in front of my friend. Actually, I made Q cry. You made me cry. cry. I made him cry, and then once he cried, he made me cry in front of everybody, which was. And then he had a bunch of pussies in the dugout, baby. <laughs> <laughs> which was it was actually in my room. It was after we found out our season was canceled. Q came over and he just was in tears already. And we calmed him down, and then I posted about him, and then he read it, and then he just started crying. <laughs> and then I started crying, and Bailey came in, our neighbor, and she started crying a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, Jesus. It, was, it was a big mess. <laughs> it is tough. It is tough. So um, first off, we'll start from the beginning of sorts. Q, when did you fall in love with baseball? I think I would say... I really fell in love with baseball on a October night in 2003. <laughs> uh, I was sitting on the couch with my dad, and I was five at the time, so I'm a little bit older than these these other two folks on this podcast here. <laughs> but uh, I was sitting on my couch with my dad, and I was five, and up steps uh, – I had already gone to bed in quotation marks, uh, my dad woke me back up and said, you need to watch this right now. I was like, all right, I'll go down and watch it. And you were, you were what? Five, six at this time? Five. Yeah. Just over five, a couple months over five. And, uh, is the ALCS against the Yankees, Red Sox Yankees. And, uh, Aaron Boone steps up Aaron and Boone hits, a dinger. <laughs> hits the absolute home run that crushed both my and my dad's heart. And, Looking over at him, um, pretty emotional, and I think he was in tears a little bit. I was like, "Damn! Like, you know, this is what I want. Like, this game." You know, it makes it worse. It was off Tim Wakefield. Tim Wakefield knuckleball. Oh man, he was my guy way back in the day. Which was the worst part? Like one of the most unhittable pitches, and Aaron Boone just takes some yard. Um, I personally can't remember that because I was like three, or just turning three. But I think I started watching baseball when I was like four or five. Um, so I experienced the first Red Sox World Series. I guess um, that was cool. In eighty-six years, not the first one, obviously. I'd be like, <laughs> guys, two hundred years old right now with white hair. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, 
he was a huge baseball fan and a huge Red Sox fan, especially. Um, so you're you're a pitcher, a PO, as we call it. Um, as I am not one, um, <laughs> I like hey. to make that clear. Um, so we're still athletes. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I guess you are. Eh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so Q, who's who are your biggest influences in the majors growing up? Who did you try to model yourself after? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I'd say when I was younger, I used to, uh, like when I was in Little League, I used to do the the over-the-head wind-up, like kind of like Kurt Schilling. I know he's not the, the best. Yeah, me too. He's not the <laughs> best uh, guy to look to uh, look, look at to. in the, some, yeah. some cases, but baseball-wise, he's a very smart guy, and I really loved the way he pitched, and I liked his heart. Oh, that, yeah. would, that too, I would Blood say, sock. yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, that it, it all comes back to the beginning. How can you not like the bloody sock? You have I mean, to love it. But, he um, sold that yeah. for like a, like a lot of money, right? Probably. I'm pretty sure. Um, but, yeah, so you did the over-the-head wind-up. Eric knows in Little League, and if you listen to the first episode when I told my story – I also did the over the head windup, which is very weird. Which is weird now because I throw I threw directly overhead back then, and now you know me, Q. I basically throw sidearm, so it's like a weird transition. But I mean, so, I mean, your elbows on the ground when you're throwing, pretty much. So, <laughs> True. but um, so it was Kurt Schilling. Who is it in more recent years? Did you ever start to like watch? Um, like players mechanics and film in like high school and college and just model your game after somebody now yeah i think um i have like a weirder i have a weirder arm slot so it's kind of hard for me to model my mechanics after any specific pitchers but definitely cycled through obvious guys like uh, jake degrom and max scherzer and even chris sale i mean all those guys and then of course my one uh, true inspiration recently, uh, Marcus Stroman, Stro Show. Recently, yeah, recently Jeez. for the past five years. <laughs> That's pretty recent, though. If we're talking about, I've been in the game since I was five. You know what I mean? I guess it's the it's the last quarter of your career. So yeah, he's uh he's just a really big inspiration. I think he just Electric. puts off such, he puts off such a positive vibe and brings positive energy everywhere he goes, and it you just, you can't. You can't deny that, and you can't hide from it. You just have to accept it and love it. Yeah, I think everybody became a fan of Marcus Stroman after the World Baseball Classic. Oh, my God. That was insane. That's That's what I saw. Yeah. I think that's definitely his defining moment of his career, and it's not even an actual MLB game. No. I I mean, yeah, yeah. I – that was during my freshman year of college. So before we even went to Florida, like in early March. And when I yeah. saw him pitch that game, I was like, oh my God, like this guy, this is the guy. Q, Q, I got a question. When did you, um, because like, if you uh, listen, if you guys listen to Jake's story, um, like Jake had a pretty, like he had a moment where he was like pretty got pretty much got involved in pitching. Um, like it was just like really like stuck out to him when he got, Oh yeah, involved in pitching. Like, so when did you like? Because like every kid p- plays like a lot of positions when they're in little league and stuff. So when did you, like, you know, come down to pitching is what you wanted to do? I mean, I knew I liked to pitch all the way through. I mean, I I started pitching when I was like ten, I think, and I pitched all the way through. And actually, I had an, I had plans of going to Thomas to be a two way guy and play the outfield because I I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean and I played in class C so. Take it how you want it. Class C, weaker competition. But I hit like 380 my senior year, hit like 450 my junior year. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just go hit in college. And actually, Coach King came to watch me play one game, and he ended up seeing me throw four shutout innings out of the pen. And he was like, I, w- I want you to pitch. And I was like, wow. Like, I didn't really click it into my head that I could be a, like, that, that I could pitch in college. And that was the moment where it was like, wow. Like, I, I mean, sure. I love to pitch, but I didn't think I was good enough to throw in college. That's for sure. Um, any, yeah, you can, anybody can throw in college. <laughs> okay. 
I know, no, I'm saying like our, our roster last year, like think about how many pitchers we had and think about some of them. I'm not going to name any names, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, anyways, yeah. So we you definitely were a, a strong pitcher for our team, especially last year. Um, but so your freshman year, take us, take us through your college years. And we know, I know personally, I know they don't, but you had a very bad arm or shoulder injury, um, that kind of held you back for a little bit, but talk about your uh, perseverance, love for the game, how it got you through it. And just basically, um, just take us through your college years in like a couple minutes. All right. So Basically, um, my freshman year, I was one of the top relievers on the team. Um, got a lot of innings or early innings until I got hurt in Florida. And then I so it was like a week and a half, two weeks, and I made it back. And it, the pain and soreness just came back. So decided to get get it looked at by a doctor and – you know, four weeks later, more PT, more PT, more this, more that. Ended up being done for the year. And then going into my sophomore year in August, I had actually had surgery on it. And to this day, they still don't know, um, like, the issue, like, why, what was causing the pain. Um, so we go into sophomore year. I had to recover from that surgery. Pretty much wiped out my whole sophomore year. Um, baseball wise, um, continued to go. I ended up meeting with like several different doctors. I went to like three doctors, I'm pretty sure. And then sophomore year came and went, I was still going to physical therapy. And at this point I was, I mean, pretty down in the dumps, honestly. I I mean, as you can tell, you knew my story, Jake, but yeah. Um, after that, um, junior year, I went, I think I went for my last doctor's visit in about July and they said, we can do this surgery or you're cleared to go and just throw through the pain. And I was so set on fixing it that I agreed to the surgery. And the night before uh, I was supposed to go in for the pre-op, the, the uh, surgeon called me and said, Hey, we shouldn't do this. So off I went, I was cleared to throw for my junior season and I just threw through, through and ended up getting strong enough and figured out how to work through the pain that I was in um, and had a successful fall and went into the winter and just worked, worked, worked really hard and went and had a really successful spring. Not as successful as we wanted to have as a team, but uh, it was really heartwarming to be able to get back and, you know, show what I could do personally. Oh yeah, it was great. Um, so I'll take you back to, so that's, that's Q's story summed up. We'll break into it. Um, so obviously Q was a junior as technically a junior, his junior season in baseball as I was a freshman and Q was like the first guy who I actually talked to at all. I remember I, I think I, or he DM me or I DM Tim the summer before. It was you. It was you. You DM me. Was it? Yeah. (laughs) Who is this kid? Who is this guy? What is, what did you want with me? And then, yeah. So I have, I want to go back. If I can go back and I can find it, that'd be sick. July 23rd, uh, 2018. So that was the first time I talked to Q. That was the summer before I went to school. Um, and it was actually him. He said something first. (laughs) No way. No, it wasn't. Yes, he goes, hey, man, you playing on the Staples Crossing Legion team, which was <laughs> mine and Baker's and Shane's team. Um, and I just said, yeah. And then he said <laughs> we're, he was the coach for another Legion team, and he said, we're playing you Thursday night at USM. I'm the assistant for Augusta Legion. <laughs> and then I, we were just talking back and forth, and he's like, sweet, excited to, to meet all three of you guys there. So um we we go there. I remember that game. That was I was actually the technically the first time I met Q. Um 
I didn't actually talk to him, I don't think, at all. No. During that game. Um, we were going to after the game, and then it got rained out. It got rain. It did get rained out, which sucked, and we were gonna win, and we lost. No, you were you were losing. <laughs> we were gonna win though. After you are, you know, we were gonna win. You guys were praying it was the rain and it was gonna happen. Admit it. Yeah. <laughs> we were yeah. coming back, but um. So yeah, um. Q Q was coaching the other team, and I saw him, and that's this is when Q had like a beard. And like full facial hair, rocking <laughs> Oakleys, he just looked like your prototypical college baseball player. And I was like, "Yo, this dude looks kind of, kind of gangster, kind of <laughs> dope." Let alone do I know he's a total asshole now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we played Q. Q. Um, I was playing third base that game, and Baker was playing short or second, I mean, and then Shane was playing center. When you saw us warming up, what was your first impression of us? What did you well, think? Well, if we're being honest, I sat next to another one of your Thomas teammates. Um, Cap. Cap. I was sitting next to Cap, <laughs> and he looked at Baker fielding a ground ball and saw his socks and goes, oh, that kid's good. Look at his socks. <laughs> and I about, I looked at him and about lost it, that's, to be honest. That's, but, such a, that's such a Cap sentence. Oh, yeah. It was it was great. It was really funny. But uh, I mean, I knew I kind of knew Shane. I've read a, I read about him in the paper a little bit, but he I knew he was good. But um, I don't know. I watched you. I was watching you warm up, and I don't know. You just looked like you just cared, and that's really the most important thing. Wow! Wow! There you have it, folks. See you next time. No, <laughs> I mean, I mean, how how much can I really judge on you on just fielding a ground ball yeah. rolled by your but, first baseman? But okay, so then the game happens. Um, I think, well, obviously Dean, our former teammate, went to high, your high school. He gets hit in the face <laughs> with a ball in the second inning. <laughs> and he's, he like breaks his nose and he's out for the game. That was a hard fastball too. That was probably like 80 right to his nose. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was your boy, that, right? Pitching? Yeah, that, I, I wouldn't say he was, it was more Baker than Shane. Oh, Shane's he boy? Because he went, he went to Trape, right? Yeah, Ugh. I mean, I knew I knew the kid, but like I, we weren't like close. That was my first time playing with him. Um, but anyways, I was so actually funny story. As he was supposed to, the kid who was pitching that game, him and Shane showed up. They carpooled and they showed up fifteen minutes before the game started. <laughs> the starting pitcher showed up fifteen minutes before the game, and I was like waiting. We were waiting for what the coach, our coach, was gonna say. And they're like, yeah, we're still pitching him. And I'm like, dude, really? I haven't pitched. <laughs> I haven't pitched at once in the playoffs so far. Or I haven't pitched in like the last three or four games. And I was pitching pretty good that summer. And I was like just pissed because I was like, dude, you know I'm going to pitch in college, right? I mean, the other kid did. He played at, at Great Bay. But, you know, he showed up 15 minutes before the game. And got loose, and that kind of cost us early in that game. As Q knows, they scored like four runs in the first like two or three innings. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that was that was the first time I actually met Q. And then when we got to school, um, we did fall practices and stuff. And Q actually offered to take me, Shane, and Baker to a Red Sox game, which was sick. Um, that is sick. We were. Yeah, so like he was a uh, junior, so he's like an upperclassman. <clears throat> At this point, we still really didn't know him all that well because it was um, early October, and we had just started playing fall ball a week or two before that. Me and Q had been talking on Instagram, and um, so yeah, we go to we go to the Red Sox game, Q, and we're going to the playoffs. We're sitting in center field, and we go see the Red Sox Yankees game one of the ALDS in 2018. The year they win the World Series, unreal. That was the, probably the cool one of the cooler games I've ever been to. Um, what well, like obviously Red Sox Yankees playoff baseball um, game one, so it's like the game that sets the tone. It's like almost a must win game in a sense. Um, so we go. I don't know if you remember, but I remember we uh, Chris Sale was warming up. We were hyped, ready to watch that game, and then. Actually, I have the picture of us at the game, so that'll probably be the picture for the episode. <laughs> and um, Chris Sale strikes out the first three batters. 
which was sick because we love Chris Sale, especially at the time. Um, but remember, like before the game, we went and we went down to the field and we watched the Yankees hit BP. And we watched who did we watch? We watched Judge Stanton and was it Sanchez? Yeah. So we watched those three hit BP. Judge was hitting pretty trash. Um, Stanton was hitting missiles though. I remember that. Stanton's a beast. So that was that was a sick experience. So that was like, I don't know why Q brought us three freshmen to the game when he could have brought somebody else, but that was a cool opportunity. And Q did all the driving, which was awesome. That was a grind and a half, dude. Getting <laughs> home. Oh my god. It's a it's a four hour ride from about four hours from school to Fenway. And then that's one way. So it's eight hours of driving total. I, it wasn't like I offered, I would, I told him I would drive, but he wanted to drive for some reason. Um, (laughs) So he drove, I know how bad it is too. Cause this year when we went, I drove from school, which was terrible actually. Like it wasn't bad, but like the way back was, it was awful. The way back's the worst. That's not that bad actually getting out of Boston as it is getting into Boston, but we were heading home. We didn't get home till like two or three. And I think we had a, we had like a fall ball game that day. A fall ball. Yeah. We had something the next, next, we had something the next day. (laughs) Yeah. So that was, I mean, it was worth it though. That Yankees Red Sox game was dope. Yeah. Um, we were up like 5-1, and then Craig Kimbrell comes in and almost blows the game. Typical. Let's up a home run. The judge makes it like 5-4, but we eventually won. It was cool. Uh, electric Factory out there. He was singing all the songs. Oh, <laughs> Die it, Hard, I know. Playoffs, man. We were all hyped. I got videos of that, too. We had it all. But, um, so, anyways, we, we went to that game, which was awesome. Um, Q, who going into the season – we looked pretty good, but we were obviously really young, as we are every year, pretty much. Um, but <laughs> we looked pretty young. A lot of freshmen, a lot of freshmen playing. What was like your your thoughts on that cue? What was your mindset about the freshmen playing? A lot of the freshmen starting too. I mean, I'd seen it in the past, so I wasn't really worried about it. And I think, um from the freshman groups that I've, that I'd seen in the past, like your group was one of the better groups that I'd seen. Um, better, I'd say better than this freshman class that we had in this year. So I saw King brought in a good group. So I was pretty excited for the season. I just knew it was a long, it's a long season. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's just hard to, to stay locked in for all that time. And I think most of you guys did a pretty good job of that. I love Florida, but after like the first week, oh my! It God, drags. It definitely drags. Because we go for two, almost two weeks, and it was oh, it was a grind after that first week. Yeah, I bet you. Cool cause, I bet you it won't drag drag next year though. No, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> Hugh, I got but, a question. Yeah. Um, not a lot of people get the opportunity to like be a captain of a sports team, especially in college. So what's it like being the captain on a college baseball team? I mean, it was a pretty it was a pretty cool experience, honestly. Um, the team this year felt like different. It felt different than any of my other uh, seasons playing, and I think that's because first off, we had a really good group, and um, some of the kids that we lost in the past um, weren't necessarily great for us. So we had a good group, and I think that everyone really cared about each other. So to be a captain of that and to have that as what I re- what I represent just was a great experience, and it was just it was nice to have people come up to me and um like ask ask for not necessarily ask for help, but ask for opinions and just talk about stuff that um I might not have been able to do in other scenarios. And I think for me too, um, since I had that injury and everything, I couldn't really prove myself on the field to like be, be looked up to as like a captain until my junior year when I was actually allowed to play. So this year I kind of went in and, and felt like I had the ability to, 
be more vocal and more of a better leader as a person because I proved that I could do it on the field and I wasn't just speaking out of my ass. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. And it's definitely um, easier to be a captain of a team when, uh, when the like, players every- cooperate. Exactly. <laughs> and like everyone wants to like be part of something great. Yeah. So, that, that was the biggest thing with this team. I think that everybody um, really bought into what we were doing and, at like after practices, you could tell kids just loved being at practice, even though it was at five in the morning. But um, I just that's the thing that like hurts the most, I think, is that this group was destined for greatness, I, I think. Yeah, I think we were actually like, although we, we finished second in our conference preseason poll, but I think we were honestly favorites to win the conference based on how who other teams lost. The team who won, who we played in the conference championship last year, Husson, they lost their head coach. Um, so I think in a sense we were kind of almost the favorites or we had a really good chance at winning, especially considering the guys that we kept and like the f- freshmen that we gained. We had a lot of pitching depth too, which is something we kind of lacked last year, I think. Um, yeah. But looking back, like – I'm looking I'm looking at our stats right now and I'm looking at cues. So it says um 2017 appeared in four games as a freshman pitcher and he threw 4.1 innings with um which was in Florida as a reliever and then 4.15 ERA and four strikeouts which isn't bad from a a freshman. Um it's better than what I did. Small sample <laughs> size but you know it's still pretty good. And then you get the injury um, it says you pitched in one game your sophomore year. Yep. Where you I had like a, one inning. Yep. And you threw one strikeout. And that was, was it the end of the season, I assume? Uh, it was like pretty much, it was uh like mid to end April. So it was pretty much the end of the season. And I I got like a qualified as a rehab start, I guess. And then we look at, so this would be last year's junior year, his first, like, almost seems like his first actual full season. Um, He appeared in 10 games out of the pen, which was definitely, he was definitely our first guy out of the pen. Um, Threw 17.2 innings with a 2.55 ERA and 11 strikeouts. That's pretty good. So definitely a step up. Like, I don't, I don't know how, like, you go, you pitch five, about five innings before that in two seasons, and then you come back there almost eighteen innings with a two five five, kind of incredible. Um, I think that was the team best in ERA too. It was up there. I think you and Dom. Were Thank you. I think same. I think Dom was better than me by a couple of points, but <clears throat> then he did pitch. He pitched what ten innings. You pitched seventeen. Yeah. Um, bigger sample. Yeah, you were the first guy out of the pen for us for sure. Um, but yeah, so we had that freshman group, our fresh, my freshman group last year, I think kind of like changed, like just explain how the atmosphere changed from when, um, like before my, my group came in. So the two years you played or the year you played without me or two years or whatever, and just talk about, um, so like that, the groups before my group, were they kind of like, was, was it kind of like lackadaisical? Um, and then like when my group came in, was it like, do you think it was kind of tense? Was it ever tense between like upperclassmen thinking like, okay, we got some like serious guys that could actually like compete and take our spots. Did you ever hear anything like amongst the chatter, anything like that? I think somewhat. Yeah. Somewhat people thought that. And, uh, I think still in that group that we had last year, there was a lot of people who, we're still like, oh, I'm an upperclassman. Like, I deserve to play. It doesn't matter if this kid outworks me or not, that I deserve that spot just because I'm an upperclassman. And that's some of the atmosphere that happened <clears throat> my first two years and that it really just wasn't a joy to be around and kids didn't want to be there. Like, they would ask yeah. when practice was over. Like, they'd be like, oh, we have to sit through another game. Like, that just didn't happen as much last year. Yeah. So – um, I'm looking, trying to look back. Okay, so I have the opening day lineup from last year. And we face St. Thomas. Um, 
I think that was opening that was opening day. Yeah, we dropped two games on opening day. Um, but I want to see if we have the lineup here. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure we had like five five freshmen in the starting lineup, which was really weird, especially down in Florida. Um, I got it for you right right here. Uh, we opened against St. Joseph's Brooklyn. <clears throat> yep. Lost six to two. We had one, two, three, four, four, but five if. If um, when when we had a, a freshman pitcher on the mound, like if you were pitching, we would have had five. But that's yeah. still that's still a lot. Yeah, we go to and I look at game two. So Spanks threw game one. I threw game two, and I look at game two, and we have Kyle. So we had one, two, three, four, five in the field, and then I was pitching, and then Dean came in and pitched. So we had. A total of what seven freshmen in the game. I I got the L. I gave up like eight runs or something like that. But <laughs> Holy shit. we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> hey, three three earned though. Three earned. You're good. Three earned. True. And then hey, by the <clears throat> end of that week, I won the 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 pitcher of the week. Probably the only time I'll ever win it. Uh, <laughs> that was the best game I've ever seen you pitch. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. Saint, what was it? The Saint. Um, St. Thomas. No, it wasn't St. Thomas. It was. Yeah. You threw seven yeah, innings. St. Thomas, Minnesota. Seven, Minnesota seven innings, team. seven hits, two runs, two earned. Yeah. And we lost, yeah, we lost by one, Um, which was, which was cool. Yeah. That was definitely awesome. Um, Yeah. Hopefully I can win. I don't want to win more awards for my sake, but you know, if we're, if we're doing good, I hope a lot of guys win awards next year. If we get like a bunch of guys winning weekly, we kind of did that last year. Yeah, where we had a lot of players like interchanging. We had like five or six or seven guys win awards last year for weekly awards, so that was that was good. Um, but yeah, so going back to uh, this season, so we go to this season. We finished last year ten and six in conference. We lose in the conference championship game. Um, we bring in a pretty solid freshman class. And then I think in our minds, we were expected to win the conference. It was kind of like championship or bus, go to the regional kind of thing. Hopefully get a bid and get into the, like, it's kind of a stretch to want to go to the, the college world series, but you know, you know, realistically, when you look at it last year, when we lost in the championship, we're only three games out or three wins out of the college world series, which is cool. Um, But anyways, so we come into this year, Q, um, and we're, like I said, we're second in the in the uh, preseason poll. Um, we're having a really, what seems like probably the best spring that Coach, as of Coach King put it, probably the, one of the better springs we've had. It's like spring practice sessions or winter practices, 5 a.m. Um, as Coach King put it, we we that, that was probably definitely our best winter. Simply, no, it was the best one I've been a part of. Yeah. So we have a good winner and we're we're working hard every day aside from like two practices that didn't go well. Um but you got to expect that. We had guys that were coming every day. We got to th- throwing live in the cage, I think. Um pitchers did a really good job last year com- or this year compared to last year. I feel like we got hit pretty well in the cage last year and then this year we just kind of set the tone. We had a lot of guys that actually really cared. Yeah, depend on. De- so, I mean, it depended on the day, depends right? On the day, depends on whether I wanted to hit that. you in the back or not. Q did hit me in the back one time. We were, <laughs> I faced him, and um, <laughs> I was having a bad day he, that he, day, man. He threw me a nice, um, a nice first pitch strike, I think, and then he hit me in the back, right in the spine. <laughs> and I was, I looked at him, and I was like, "Come on, get out of your own head," or something <laughs> like that. And he just got so pissed, pissed off at me. I was just trying to help him out, you know, encourage him to do better. But he was like pissed at me. And he comes back. I think um, he walked me that time. But the next time I came into the cage, he came in and like struck me out on like two, uh, three or four pitches. On two pitches? <laughs> well, because we do like sometimes we'll do like oh two counts and stuff. So, um, yeah. So 
he, he struck me out that time and I was I was like, There you go. And then one another time I was behind you while nah, you did <laughs> You were a total asshole. Yo, some, yo, keep, that, that okay. was my last bullpen ever. It was actually. <laughs> it was shitty. <laughs> it was terrible. It was the worst bullpen I've ever thrown in my life. Um, I threw two yeah. strikes. He threw two strikes out of fifteen pitches, which is Oof. awful. Um <laughs> And he was pissed. And then we were like halfway through and I was like, Q, come on, you got this. He was like, shut up. I know what I'm doing. Something <laughs> like that. I was like, all right, sorry. <laughs> so um, that I was like, Jake, Q, I got you, this. How did you take the news? Like when you found out like about this whole thing, which I think is, uh, I think we've taken it a little too far in terms of caution. But um, when you got the news, how, like, how did you take it? Um, I mean, I was I was definitely heartbroken. I mean, there was a couple different waves of it of the news. I think um, the first oh, yeah. news the first news was no Florida trip, and I had mentally prepared myself that they were going to cancel it. So I I thought I mean like it sucked, but I knew that it, we weren't going. Like I knew it, and I tried to like project that to like be strong as a, as like a leader and a captain to that people look up to that we just have to like, let it play out and whatever happens will happen. And they canceled that. And then when they canceled our season, that one hit really like, hard. Oh, it was like, what? Cause um, I remember like it was all, pro- it all progressed so fast while we were at school. They, like we, we didn't even get like, to meet. Yeah. One day, because one day it was like, oh, the NBA season just got canceled. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's kind of crazy. And we were like, at this point, we were probably like a week out from Florida. And um, we're like a week and a half out from Florida. And I'm like, okay, we're fine. We're chilling. And we're like, we're just talking more and more. Like days are going by. We're doing 5 a.m. practices still. We're getting ready. We're like a week out. And I remember like, like it, we, we thought like we were playing. Um, in Florida, we were thought we thought we were going to Florida, and then like a, a day later comes by, and we're starting to get the news like teams are starting to cancel, other teams are canceling their season, they're canceling their Florida trip. Yeah, well, ne- well, the NESCAC banged their whole season like the next day, and then we were like, oh, yeah. this this isn't good. So they were like, but we're thinking we're like, okay, we're we're still probably gonna go to Florida. Like we don't think they're gonna not we don't think they're gonna cancel the trip. And then the next day we go to practice, and Coach King talks to us, and he's like. We don't know what's going on, um, but it looks like right now we're not going to be going to Florida. And it was just like, wow, really? That happened in like 24 hours. And then he's like, remember, he was like, as of right now, we're playing. We're going to Florida. We're playing our season. And then the next day he's like, doesn't look like we're going to Florida. Yeah, (laughs) I had had to talk to him. I I talked to him a couple of times, like before, like when he was still like, oh, yeah, we're going to Florida. Like I'd gone up to his office and met with him and talked to him and he looked at me and goes, "We're like we're not going. Like there's no way we're gonna go." And then, my, I don't know. My my coaches said the same thing. They said it's it it changed within like 24 hours. Like uh, I remember that they told us like, because um, I mean we, I play football, so we had spring ball, and they were like, um, you know, they they were told that nothing was gonna happen, and then the next day we have a team meeting. There can only be 20 of us in the room at once. So, you know, we're all waiting out, outside and they're like, yeah, like we're going home. Like, like it was, it's, it's kind of a pain in the balls to be honest with you. The, the worst part was that they didn't, the school didn't let us meet as a group before they called it. Like if they had sent it out after we were, we had met as a team and coach could have addressed the whole group together and we could have like broken it, broken it down one more time. Like that could have yeah. been better closure than just receiving an email. Yeah, which actually coach <clears> asked um the school, he was like, Before you send out the email saying that like the season's gonna be canceled and stuff, tell me first so I can tell my guys and they didn't do that. They sent us out an email and we were all just like, What? He was, was that day it was that day we were going to Florida or we not going to Florida, but he was like, We're probably not going to Florida and then we we're like, Okay. We'll just practice so he practiced and then the next day comes in he's like um yeah it's not looking good and then we had that fun practice which was that our last practice no we had one more after that because we that was our last practice before they canceled our season 
Oh yeah, we had one more normal practice, and then um, at it like over the weekend, it just developed worse and worse. We got confirmed <clears throat> news that like people were actually canceling. We tried to pick up a game with Colby, which is across town from us, and two games with them at the. It was like Saturday, Friday, or yeah. Saturday. It was it was it was Saturday, and then it got canceled Friday because on Friday it came out that there was the first confirmed case in Maine. So once that once that came out, we were done. And I, <clears throat> I remember that Friday, I went in for a treatment to see uh, Mike, our trainer, and uh, I I looked at him and asked him. I said, "Do you think I'll? You think I'm gonna start tomorrow?" He's like, "You think he's gonna start Jergy and I tomorrow as seniors because it's probably our last game." And he kind of looked at me with this like pale look on his face, like very grave and put his phone down on the table and walked out of the room. And I looked at his phone and it said that we were, that we were canceled for Saturday. And that's when I, that's the moment that I knew that I was never going to play baseball again. Which sucks. Cause um, you obviously have the, had the technically have the opportunity to come back and play gained your eligible eligibility back, but there's no point. You already have your master's. Um, you come back and you'd have to like double major or yeah, get another bachelor's degree or something. Well, there's, I mean, there's, there's always an opportunity. I've discussed it a little bit with uh, my parents and with coach a little bit. And I, we've all made the decision that if I end up winning the lottery somehow, that I'm a hundred percent coming back to play. Cause it's pretty much about, about money right now. Like, yeah. Um, that's the oh, thing yeah. too. Like the NCAA did their part in giving people uh, like another year of eligibility, but there's only so much you can do because college costs money, you know? Yeah. So like- they did a good job all the way around too. I think it's a good decision that they gave everybody a year, especially, um, I mean, I, I uh, with my internship last summer on Cape Cod, I grew close with a, a bunch of guys uh, from down there, a bunch of guys playing division one, division two baseball, they're trying to get drafted. And that, that whole situation got messed up for them. And I think that because the NCAA gave them another year, it gives a lot of those guys more flexibility than if they had didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, obviously we, we found out the season was canceled over the weekend over an email, which sucked. We went over. Were you? Did you go to Colby and watch? You went, right? Yeah, we went. Yeah, we went to Colby. We watched them play Bowden in a game, which was like the the send the send off for their seniors, which unfortunately we didn't get to do. We didn't have anybody to play at that point. Um, but yeah, so we had that. That that uh, that game is probably gonna be the, that's the last live baseball game that we might see this year. Yeah, I yeah, that's possible. Very possible. Which would suck. Um, hopefully the season comes back. I don't care if there. I mean, it kind of sucks if there's no fans in the MLB, but you know, I think it's better to actually see something on TV. Yeah. In Florida now, you can play. Uh, Florida's reinstating sports. So are they really WWE? Let's go! Like everyone wants to watch that. Want wants to watch that, right? Well, no, <laughs> not, not just WWE. Um. Any any sports, so the yeah, NBA so can is... resume if they play all their games in Florida with no crowds, and no fans, which kind of sucks. But um, so yeah, obviously it was definitely a shitty feeling. <laughs> um, even me as a sophomore, I was like, "Come on!" Like we, especially for our team who had was probably like one of our best chances to win a conference championship. Definitely Q's best chance to win a conference championship. Um. And then we had that time where we just didn't know what was going on. Then we get told, and we had worked at, worked out eight weeks now doing five a.m. practices. And like, think of doing five a.m. practices uh, practices for eight weeks, and then just being like, season's over. And it's like, wow, we just did that for nothing. It almost feels like, yeah. And tough. now, and now guys aren't going to be able to like some summer ball um, programs are getting delayed. Um, definitely getting delayed. Some might even be getting canceled. I know me big, uh, I'm looking for a summer ball league to play in, in the area, but yeah. So 
Q, unfortunately, at this moment, doesn't have the opportunity to play his last game. He was actually, I saw this thing that was like, um, it sucks that seniors are being told that when their last game was rather than being able to know what game it was by playing in it, something like that, which is terrible. Like, if I was a senior, I'd be heartbroken. I'd probably be very depressed to this day, very sad. Um, I remember when Q came in, like every time he came in my room while we were still at school, <laughs> I just like, how do I not like cry? Cause I feel terrible for this guy. Cause like, I thought I was the biggest baseball fan until I met Q who's like 15, <laughs> 20, 30, 40, like a million times bigger fan than I am. But yeah. So anyways, um, any, anything you want to. You want to say, Q, any any last words you have for us? I mean, I just, I, I guess while I'm on this, I guess I just want to thank you for, you know, everything that you've done for me. Oh, I, Eric, I haven't known you as long, but, uh, but I know that you made that nice post for me and I never really kind of had the chance to say, like, thank you in front of a, like a crowd. I mean, you deserve a lot, like, um, because of like you guys, I think it helped me like settle into my role last year. Cause I really wasn't sure how it was going to work out for me. And I think that that like what, what happened this year with everything is just another bump in the bump in the road, especially for you guys. And for me, and I've been through missing seasons before, so it's just another bump in the road for me personally. Yep. Um, but I, I can't think I can't think what you I can't thank you for enough for what you've done for me. I mean, I definitely will never stop uh, being in touch with you. Stay in touch uh, forever. Obviously. Thunder Buddies for life. I got to beat his ass in the show. No, <laughs> he beats me. Like oh, no, 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 no. Come on. Come on now. Uh, didn't I give you one online? Yeah. No, you long beat long. me like five to four. I was ter- that was the worst yeah. game I played like all year. But, <laughs> yeah, it was it was tough. <laughs> uh, but before when we were at school, we were like pretty even. But he's been beating me. He plays the yeah. show nonstop. So, um, but yeah, every day. So, uh, obviously, you know, very big, big, uh, important role in me coming into college. A uh, big influence for me, kind of like set the tone, kind of showed what it means to want to play baseball and kind of gives everybody, as a captain, what Q gave to me kind of probably gave to everybody else that sense of passion for the game. Um, although he didn't have the most experience, he did have that love that you can't help but love to watch. Every time he's in the game, you can tell he cares what happens. If he walks a batter, he's pissed. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So Q definitely meant a lot to us. Um, We want to thank you. I know I speak for the whole team when saying uh, thanks for everything you've done. Obviously, can't repay you. Wish we could um, do something for you. Obviously, we didn't get a chance to do that. Uh, Hopefully, you come back and coach. That'd be crazy. Um, That'd be awesome. Hey, it's it's definitely a possibility. It has been offered, and I'm I'm discussing it right now. So, you know, gotta talk with my agent. See how it see how it wraps up. (laughs) Well, he's actually you like you did that internship, and Q's obviously continuing his career into baseball some way, one way or another. He wants what you wanted to either do a like management or scouting somewhere, right? Uh, the goal is either scouting, uh, player development, or baseball operations. Yeah, so Q's definitely got a career in baseball, um, and I think he's got the resume for it, so. He's going to do great things. Um, yeah, I wish there was something we could do for you to send you off. Unfortunately, we can't. Um, but I think there's one way we can do it. We can come out next year, hopefully win the conference championship for the boys, for the seniors uh, from this year. It, it'll be tough because, you know, we're losing like half our team, but, you know, we'll figure it out. It's all right. You'll bring new kids in. <laughs> but uh, thanks again. Q for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate having you telling your story, kind of a different story that you don't really hear a uh, tough injury story. And then or journey, I should say, I don't know. I'm saying story. Um, definitely. A tough <laughs> journey. Q showed nothing but perseverance in his career from, from knowing him, you know, definitely a, a guy 
that I look up to and I will continue to look up to. And I'm probably going to take his number next year. No. <laughs> so, uh, hang that one up in the rafters. That's, that's what I would do. You, know? <laughs> you just got to make sure, like, up. some fre- – you got to make sure a good freshman takes it. Dude, no. No freshman's getting an eight. If a freshman gets eight, that's a problem. This year was stupid with the numbers because we didn't get the opportunity to change them if we wanted to. All the freshmen just came in and picked them. So next year, hopefully, if we want to change our numbers, we get the chance. Um, but yeah, I'll make sure somebody gets eight, somebody hopefully older. Um, but anyways, yeah, thanks again, Q. Thanks for stopping in. We appreciate having you on. Thank hopefully you. have you on again. Um, I'll probably go play you in the show some point soon and I'll probably beat your ass. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, All right. Hey, hey, uh, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. And, uh, hopefully I didn't crash your party too much tonight. No, no, you're good. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'd I love really to be on. Hey, I'd love to be on later so we can talk about some like MLB baseball. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be sick. I would definitely do that. Yeah. I'm actually, um, we we do um obviously sound upstream and MST, but I have since this one this MST is more stories and stuff. I was thinking about doing like short little episodes, um, for me doing like I would call it Jake's take, uh. <laughs> just doing like short little episodes like doing sports takes on like baseball specifically because obviously that's what i pay attention to and that's what's in season i mean who knows eric could do the same thing for like football and stuff but um i'm gonna do i, I plan on doing short little episodes um re- reacting to different sports topics hopefully um you know sports come back so i have something to talk about um but yeah yeah <laughs> so i plan on doing that um, my first episode I want to do, I want to do a reaction to uh, CBS Sports Top, or who who's the guy? There's one specific guy, CBS Sports made a top 100 baseball players in, um, in the league for this year. And I got a glance at it, and it was just absurd, and it was ridiculous. It was like, why is this guy getting paid? I want to definitely look at that, and I would love to have you on cue, considering you watch so much baseball. Uh, you know a lot about the game, so that'd be great to have a second opinion on that. So definitely going to look into that. Um, probably going to be doing that within the next couple of days here as I get my homework done. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I'm down. I'm down for whatever. Just let me know. I, I will. Okay. Um. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for hearing Q's story. Again, thanks for having uh, – thanks for being on Q. Great having you. Hopefully we have you in the future. Maybe on Sound Upstream too. Anywhere else would be fine. Having you back on here someday. Uh, we'll see where you are in six months. And I'll talk to you in a year. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll stay in touch. Thanks again, Q. Peace All out, right. guys. Thanks, guys.